This is the Dice Tower Network, adding games to your wish list since 2005. The home of smart people, insightful board gaming commentary, and Luke Hector. Find out more at Dicetowernetwork.com. You're listening to Broken Meeple Reviews. One game, ten minutes, what's my verdict? Let's find out. Hello everyone, thank you for joining me on the second of my audio-only reviews that I'm doing now. Today I'm taking a look at the Dynasty's expansion to Nations. Now, Nations, some of you may have not heard of already. Basically, if you've heard of a big Euro civilization game called Through the Ages by Vlada Shavato, it's very high up on Board Game Geek and it's just had a reprint lately. Well, it's an awesome game, but it's incredibly long and incredibly complex. Nations, I like to think as the younger brother of Through the Ages. It's that same type of feeling. It's a civilization game. You are buying cards from a tableau where you can buy anything from buildings to military units to battles to special upgrades, that kind of thing. And with Nations, I find it to be a shorter game than Through the Ages, less complex, and therefore it's my preferred choice. However, one flaw that I did have with the original game is that I didn't think there was enough variety in the starting powers that you could have. I think there was about six nations you could choose from, and they weren't terribly different. They had some slight changes in special abilities, but nothing drastic. Well, Dynasties now takes that notion and turns it completely on its head. This one is basically the one you want to get if you want variety in this game. So let's just talk a little bit about the box itself. It basically comes in a cheap cardboard box and retails for only about 15 quid on most online retailers. So it's really cheap to get hold of. And essentially, once you've opened it up, you throw away the box. Yeah, pretty much. The box is useless for this. There is no reason to keep the box once you've opened it up because it literally is just basic cardboard packaging. It's not even linen finished or like a normal game box. It pretty much is designed to be disposed of. But that's not the problem. The nation's base set was already huge when it came out. More than enough space in it, and there is easily more than enough space left in the box even after adding this expansion. Now, the idea with this is that it incorporates three major changes to the game. Of course, there are some new progress cards that you can put on the tableau that you can buy from. That's normal, and I always welcome that. It's a little bit more variety. But there are three key new things. Firstly, you now have dynasties. Now, dynasties are two extra special ability powers for every nation in the game. And the idea is is that each board normally has a special power that they use throughout the whole game. Well, dynasties now allows you to replace your original starting power with a new one. And each nation has two to choose from. The way that you actually get these played is by instigating a new action called Turmoil, which essentially reduces your stability by two, and stability was how you survived against wars and you know, counteracted high military strength of other people. Basically, a war could break out, but if your nation was pretty stable and its citizens weren't going to revolt, then you didn't have too much trouble with it. Well, Turmoil puts your city into a bit of a mini-revolt and lowers your stability for the round only. But when you do this, you can either take two gold, 
which is always quite useful if you've got spare stability, or you can play one of these dynasty cards over your previous special ability. And they range from slightly complex ones to relatively simple changes, but certainly only people who have played this game before are going to really notice how best to use these abilities. They are not the easiest ones to contemplate, and most new players will simply just stick to their starting one. And to be honest, you are not forced to ever play a Dynasty card. It just gives you a choice of three special powers to use in the game. Do you want to use your original one, or do you want to use these two? It's great for variety, and you're probably thinking at this point, well, that's only six nations, two powers each. Yeah, it's not too bad. Oh, no, 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 no. Because the second big thing that comes in this is the new nations themselves. Originally, we had six nations, uh, Greece, Persia, Rome, and three others. I can't remember each one of them right now. And now we have 12 new nations. So now we have around 18 nations, six with basic A sides that you can use for teaching the game, and of course the 18 B sides that you can use, which are the advanced versions. And with this new addition, the variety in this game is blown out of the water. And we're not just talking simple starting resource changes and a new special ability. Oh no, these are drastically different from each other. Some will have an extra wonder space. Some have a permanent advisor that you have to use. They all have different buildings that give different resources. They usually have a different military unit that's very different from others. Some might allow you to get an extra colony. Some might even have less colonies. Some might have a wonder that's already built in advance. Some may have a special ability that's constant or requires activation. There is all sorts in here and you can play as various different countries around the world that you're very familiar with. You've got America, Korea, Vikings, Ethiopia, Japan, Portugal, Poland. There's so many now, so many to choose from and I haven't found one yet that is more overpowered than the other. I've had times where I thought they might be but then things have changed and suddenly it's balanced itself out. So I don't think that any of them are currently as overpowered as, you know, any others. And to be honest, when you've got 18 to choose from, if you do come across one that you think's like that, well, just, you know, leave it out. You've got 17 left to go. It's still pretty good going. And each of them has their own special ability and two dynasties. So you are talking around 18 nations with three special abilities each. The variety in this game has gone nuts. And I love it for that. This was what I really needed from the base game. I needed more nations to choose from with special abilities. And now they've given me exactly what I wanted. These alone are worth the £15 price tag. However, there is still something else in this that's important. And that is Natural Wonders. In the previous game, the base set, you had Wonders of the World. You put them under construction and then you eventually built them. They went on your little player board and they gave you special bonuses, etc. Natural Wonders function in a similar way. They go on that under construction space and take time before you eventually put them on your board. Except you don't get those architects, those little brown cubes, to actually build them. Here you have to spend actions exploring them for the round. And it may be one, two or even three actions to do so. And you don't have to spend resources for it. You just simply have to use up your action to do the exploring. The trick here, however, is that you cannot do them unless you do them in sequence order. So basically, if I've got, say, the Great Barrier Reef that has three exploration symbols on it, I have to spend my next 
free actions doing nothing else but explore that location. I can't buy a card, I can't put myself in the turmoil, I can't buy an architect, can't do nothing. I have to freeze what I'm doing for free actions in order to discover it and get his bonus and victory points. So here, you have a bit of a conundrum because you want to discover this, but you don't want all the other stuff you want to do in the turn to be redundant and expired by the time it gets back round to you if you've wasted your time going off and exploring reefs and stuff. So you have to time it well, preferably for the end of a round, but of course you might want the bonus soon and you don't know what else is going to happen in the turn. So they're a nice little cool addition. They're really easy to teach because they don't need architects from the general, they don't need architects from the uh, restricted supply. You take them from the general supply, those little brown cubes, and they basically just make, they're changed into exploration tokens. It's pretty much the same thing. But the idea is, is that these don't run out, so you're not going to get screwed over. And the idea is that this represents a new type of card that appears on the progress board. So you don't have to go after the normal wonders of the world. You can now just go and discover all the natural wonders like Siberia and the Grand, Grand Barrier Reef and various other places. It's a nice new addition and it's pretty simple to teach. So I can't really fault it for that. And that is literally about it. You get the 12 new nations, you get the dynasty powers, you get the natural wonders and some extra progress cards. That's literally all you get in the box, apart from these little tokens to mark certain things, which, to be honest, you don't really need. This is a really... You'd think it was a bare-bones expansion, this thin rectangular box with only a £15 price tag, but there's so much in here. The variety in this game has now gone through the roof, and for that, I say that if you enjoy this game, this is a must-have expansion. You do not want to not get this expansion if you enjoy Nations. Certainly, I don't think you have to get it from the word go, but once you've had a few games and you've got used to it and you're used to playing with the expert cards, then by all means, get this expansion. So, my final verdict for this expansion is a solid 9 out of 10. Yep, it's another 9. I'm not going to get 9s constantly, but I say that this is a near-perfect expansion. It does everything I need to do in the expansion. It gives me more variety without overcomplicating the system. So, for £15, you are pretty much calling this a steal. Get rid of the box, get all the contents in your Nations game, and enjoy unlimited variety. Well, okay, not unlimited. Slight exaggeration, but you get the point. So, that's it for me. Next audio review will be on Kanban Automotive Revolution. So, I hope to catch you then. Take care. You're listening to the Dice Tower Network. If you like this show, you might like Start Space or Push Your Luck Podcast. Find out more at Dicetowernetwork.com.